Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Guinness World Record holding Fondazi Fire. That's right, everybody. This is a Fondazi Fire show, and this is a show where we ask, what do you want? Now, normally the answer would be more fire, but today, today the answer is more holiday traditions. I am your host, Adam the Rambaro Soko, and with me as always is my lovely and beautiful wife, Katie Mighty Mouse Matryoshka. Hello. And... Joining us is Raiderly Sterling. Yay! Hello, Hi, everyone. And as always, our wonderful and amazing producer, Teresa. Hello. So today we are going to be discussing our family holiday traditions. Now, this is not designed to be a religious uh, discussion by any means. We recognize that our audience comes from many different walks of life, but we're just going to be focusing on what we do around the holiday seasons. And so... Actually, we were going to be joined by Christopher Meese today, but Teresa, he's off doing holiday tradition right now, right? Yes, he is getting some of the food prepared for later on this week and also wrapping up a little bit of last minute decorating for our Zoom present opening. Uh, we had a very distant, uh, distanced pickup of gifts left on his parents' porch so that we could <laughs> grab them, bring them back home give them to the kids and let the grandparents watch the children open the presents. So that is happening this afternoon. So he's doing some cooking, doing some decorating, getting prepped for that. Is there specific yeah. food that you guys prefer around this time of year? Okay. I really like that you jumped to food right away. This is important. Okay. So there's two <laughs> things. One is he's making French onion soup just because it's super good. And nice. we wanted some Yum. of that extra good stuff. There is a family tradition in my household dating back to like, I think it started when I was somewhere in the high school age where my mom started making chicken wild rice soup that has every last bit of heavy cream and bacon and <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. And it, it got to the point where we would go to Christmas mass. And I, you know, like you said, this is not a religious discussion, but this is part of the background of this tradition. During Christmas mass, which I really did enjoy attending, we would start to just whisper to each other, soup. So we'd like lean over and just whisper, <laughs> soup. <laughs> and, try to, <laughs> and try to make each other laugh in the middle of Christmas mass, which, you know, also a family tradition. But um, yeah, because the soup was so good and we got to eat it on Christmas Eve after we got home from Christmas mass. That was our gift. We never did. We never did gift opening on Christmas Eve. We just got really good soup. So yeah, that sounds oh, fantastic. So we were excited. We were out today trying to gather up. Uh, any last minute food items for our Christmas, which this year is a little bit more challenging. I mean, it used to be that all we had to do was figure out what to have for breakfast mm -hmm. and then everything else was handled because we would normally go over to Katie's mom's house and <laughs> have the big meal over there. But yeah. this year we're trying to figure out what's going to make it special for the kids and what what are they going to remember? Yeah. So I think we've decided on homemade pizzas. Ooh, yes. yes. 
One of which that... is going to be a buttered chicken homemade pizza. Ooh. Inspired by your last I... run-in with a buttered chicken pizza? Yeah, it yeah. wasn't as good as we wanted. So, so you can make it better. I don't even know how that one qualified as a buttered chicken pizza, honestly. But this one is definitely going to be full-on right. buttered chicken pizza. I've had the same thoughts of like, what do I cook? Like, since it's not going to be the big meal. And this year I decided I'm going to try a duck. Ooh. A duck. So there's a cool. duck I'm going to pull out of the freezer today and we'll make some roast duck somehow. Because pe- oh. goose, I was like, oh, I'll go like totally Dickensian and like get a roast goose and we can be pretend to be the Cratchits, right? At home. And then I went and I found a frozen goose and it's like a hundred bucks. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, we are not having goose. <laughs> but this duck, this duck is still like, like more expensive than turkey, but way less expensive than a goose. <laughs> so we're going to have a duck. <laughs> I was going to ask you if that was a purchased duck or a a duck from the wild, but it sounds. Yeah. Does, does uh, Salsa was, have any experience cooking duck from his side uh, of the family? Um, no, they do more pheasant. Okay. Um, pheasant is what they end up doing. There's a lot of traditions around that and i will say that he is a very good cook um but how he he's cooked pheasant for me once Mm -hmm. um in the kind of the way that he grew up and it's just a lot of cream sauce and salt from what i can tell um which is very i'm this is not disparaging anyone or him i was like oh i i wanted a pheasant (laughs) but not a stew Right. But it's okay. And I don't like wild rice at all um, uh, in any shape or form. So um, that it also had wild rice and stuff in it. But uh, but it sounds delicious. And your soup sounds amazing. Way better than what I had growing up. Your duck <laughs> sounds family. amazing too. <laughs> Thank you. Our family traditional soup growing up for Christmas Eve was oyster stew. Um, oysters. And, yes. Uh, oysters apparently are very like traditional um I guess in a lot of um, European, but like Germany and stuff, um, having like oysters on Christmas or oyster stew. And basically it's just like cream and butter and oysters um, in, and that we, like, it was so funny because I hated it, but like my sister and I, like we got through it. It just never tasted good. My mother loved it. Mm -hmm. And my brother hated it so much and eventually like the amount of oysters that would be in his bowl and like the amount of soup would just get smaller and smaller (laughs) each year (laughs) until it was like this one oyster and like one little spoonful of like broth and then (laughs) until the year he ate it and then threw up all over the table (laughs) and then we stopped having oysters too (laughs) on the table uh yes Oh, that, that actually reminds me of a <laughs> holiday at Katie's parents' house. I think that oh, was no. Thanksgiving, though. Thanksgiving, well, still holiday. Yeah, true. And we were yeah. pa- passing the baby. Which I, baby was it? I think it was either Ashlyn or Brooklyn. Yeah, so it was one of the little babies as they were super young, passing it over somebody to get to the next person. And yeah, same same experience. Just threw up in the mashed potatoes. <laughs> it was the mashed oh, potatoes. No. Yeah. The, like the big oh, bowl no. of mashed potatoes. It was like the wrong kind oh. of gravy. Yeah, oh, it was so sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're like, oh. Thankfully, we had two bowls of mashed potatoes because my family really likes the mashed potato. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> just only one bowl was ruined. Yeah. So, oh. Do you have any uh, childhood family traditions for Christmas Eve, Adam? Uh, we would also normally go to the Christmas Eve mass. Uh, sometimes we'd do the midnight mass. And that's most of what I remember. We'd, we would do one present 
on Christmas Eve. But no other serious traditions besides that. Huh. That I remember anyways. <laughs> you? Um, well, for a while when I was little, we would uh, go to my dad's house. My parents are divorced and, um, open presents over there. We would have pie. He, I don't really remember there being a very specific meal. It was just kind of, sometimes it was like sandwiches and other times it was like a turkey. Um, but we'd always have pie. I do remember the pie. We'd open presents. We'd have pie and I'm allergic to cats, and so we I couldn't be there for long periods of time. No eating cats. No eating cats. <laughs> no. <Do> not elf. <laughs> they don't <laughs> taste do great anyway. For all the really old people who get that joke. Back on Malmac. <laughs> so we um, we would drive around looking at Christmas lights part of the night. So we would listen to Christmas music. Plus, my dad lived in Champlin, and I grew up in Minnetonka, and that is nowhere near Champlin. And I think it's like a 45 minute drive. And to a little kid, 45 minutes is forever. 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 So we would we would look at lights and point out lights. So that was the, and then after uh, when we stopped seeing my dad on Christmas Eve, my mom started a different tradition where we would go see like three or four movies in a row. So we mm-hmm. get up, we get a whole bunch of candy, we go to the, the theater and pick out movies, and then we just spend the entire day there. She would buy tickets for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> just we just wouldn't movie hop. She'd buy tickets for all of them, and we would we would see three or two or three, sometimes four movies in a row. I wish wow. we could do that this year. I miss movies. I do too. I didn't think I'd miss movie theaters, and now I'm like desperately missing movie theaters. I The kids want to watch movies super bad, and I just, I'm never sure, like what we should watch or could watch i don't know i maybe we'll go in and watch some classics like labyrinth or something yeah well yours are so tiny still that it's yeah it's hard to figure out how much of a discussion do i have to have about either this old movie that's really problematic or (laughs) this new movie that i don't know how violent it is right so so maybe soul though my soul might i i want to see that one that looks really cute has anybody rewatched miracle on 34th street and is it okay <laughs> I, I haven't i i think i've seen it like once in my life it was I, never a big movie um, that we watched i only saw it, it once is, in my life too so i wasn't sure if the kids it is okay actually okay um because it does pass the bechdel test yep. um it's just it, it there are some problematics of like she's a single mom right mm-hmm. and actually that's not as big a deal like that's so that's kind of cool and she's a working single mom with like a reasonable job but like there's a lot of dudes talking over her um, in the movie. So it's accurate. Um, I know yeah. how she feels. Okay. <laughs> I, I love you. <laughs> and then, um, but like, otherwise, like, it's pretty decent, like, as far as, especially, you know, for its age, you know, and like Santa and like the acting's good still. Good. So. That's good. Thank you we, very much for that review. We have started for watching uh the christmas chronicle since that came out three years ago it's this is its third season i believe is it really yeah oh uh so yeah we've been watching christmas chronicles uh the kids like pretty much any any uh christmas show that's on streaming Mm -hmm. right now they've made it their own tradition yeah i mean we watched the Christmas special for Super Monsters on Netflix yesterday, which was adorable, and the kids loved that. So nice. <laughs> we've, been, we've been doing a lot of those 
I was just going to say that we watched Prepped and Landing and the, um, right. oh, the one, okay, so back to Christmas traditions that are solid. So my birthday is December 8th, and that is a good early time to a Christmas tree up. And I love putting Christmas trees up. So that's what I do every year on my birthday. If, you know, it lands right and we have the time to do it. So we put the Christmas tree up and then we watch the animated claymation life and adventures of Santa Claus, yes. which is based on the Frank Elbaum book. And mm-hmm. it is, that is my canon of how Santa came to be. And he is really a, you know, immortal, who was partially raised by forest spirits. I love it. <laughs> yes. I like that. Yes. So this, this should, I don't know if it should be in the podcast, but you two will appreciate it. Ashlyn kept asking when we we're going to put the Christmas tree up. And Adam told her that if she asked again, we wouldn't put it up. Like we would make her wait another day to put it up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she pulls me aside and she's like, I don't think I can do that, mom. Like, we're never going to put our tree up. I just cannot stop myself from asking. <laughs> Yeah. And did she, she would say ask I, every day? Well, she'd ask multiple times a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when she had that conversation, I think you told me like right after that that when she was having that conversation with you, she's like, "But now I don't know when it's going to go up because I told you that I wanted to ask when it was going to go up, and now it might be yep. another day away. So now how do I know?" Yeah, yeah. she was she was just so like it, it was really it's a we, paradox. We typically put it up after after Thanksgiving. Usually that weekend. If it was up to me, we'd, we'd wait longer, but that's quite all right. It's because you don't like fun. I hate fun. Yep. It's terrible. Salsa is the same way. Adam and Salsa can uh, be in their no fun <laughs> boat together. <laughs> and to be fair, like, so Salsa's birthday is December 2nd. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a Sagittarius with Lisa over there. And, and Brett. And Brett. And Brett. Mm-hmm. So they're the site club. And um, it's... He would prefer if we waited till after his birthday because his birthday is right in the beginning of December. So it's like he, he's like, you could just wait till after my birthday to put the tree up. Like, no Christmas until after my birthday. And I have slowly over the years of our marriage been like creeping back on that. Like, <laughs> like, but maybe I could just like start these things or like, and so there are certain oh, like this year, the day after Thanksgiving, I was like, I'm getting a tree. You can't stop me. It's going up. I need your help. <laughs> I like how you say you can't stop me, but I also need your help. <laughs> yeah, basically. And then I wonder where, where my son gets that, right? I, it is more just like, I need help, so I make sure it goes up straight. <laughs> right. So what is the the split of live trees versus fake trees here uh we've been fake tree i go with live tree i'm allergic to live trees i tried one one year and my eyes thought they were going to fall out of my head every single day that is the i didn't big even know problem. that's why we have a fake tree i just thought we had a fake tree because it's so much easier <laughs> no it's because i tried one so <laughs> we got our fake tree from my sister's very first house that she ever bought mm-hmm. in saint paul off of snelling there were four or five christmas trees in the attic when they moved in oh nice oh so she gave me that one. So that one's like, oh my gosh. They lived in that house when Xander was born. So at least 18. Yeah. And we're still rocking that tree. <laughs> the tree's awesome. Because it's a quality tree. I look at new trees all the time. I'm yep. like, it just doesn't look the same. No, that's an awesome age for a tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We get live trees every year and we take them down because I'm also weirdly neurotic. I leave them up until January 6th. And that is also another 
um, Catholic thing. <laughs> so it's Epiphany. Um, mm-hmm. So it goes up on Feast of the Immaculate Conception, comes down on Epiphany. And uh, it's really hard keeping a tree alive that long. So usually by the end, I've given up on it really being alive. And I just make sure I know where the fire extinguisher is in case anything goes wrong. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will have forgotten to water it a few times by then. I, that might also be another reason we don't have one. Because they Somebody take a lot of work. <laughs> Because I don't, I kill plants. I don't keep them alive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, each tree is different though, too. Like I've had live trees that like just are rocking it like the entire month of December into January and just like, oh, yeah. oh cool, I'm happy. And I've had trees like that have literally just stopped soaking up water. Like mm-hmm. they just like, I'm done, not doing it anymore. And you're like, but, but. <laughs> you got another week to go. <laughs> right. And I think this current tree is about done. It's very, very slowly. Uh, soaking up water now so oh, it no. used to like have so at the beginning it so- soaked up water constantly you know you're like i have to water this yep. thing twice a day oh my god <laughs> and if now chris like- was here he would be telling you about how the trees are greatly impacted by how long they've been sitting outside how much the temperatures change before they come inside how long they've been on the tree lot where they came from yeah but i don't actually know the rest of the details so just pretend chris told us all about that stuff and let's let's have a moment to think about that Okay. Do you guys save the uh, the cut off the bottom of the stump at all? No. Um, I, have, I have an aunt that I know she does Chris, live Christmas trees every year because she has every single cutoff with written on Sharpie of like, you know, this is from 1996. Mm-hmm. So you get to see all the different trees wow. that they had. It's kind of cool. But it is pretty cool. We Our tradition with the trees at this point has become... Uh, we uh, chop up the tree and then we burn it the next year on Christmas Eve. So like each tree each year is like a cyclical. Um, it's sort of our homage to like solstice, um, yep. which is another part of my family traditions of um, of, of observing the solstice um, and having a fire. Uh, but we like sort of like a giant Yule log or something because that that's a lot and I don't stay up to like midnight but I could I wish or uh, until dawn I mean yeah um, but last year salsa took a chunk of the trunk and turned it into a little Christmas tree Aww. like on the woodland Aww. and the kids got to paint it and then we wrote the year on the bottom so I think that's going to be yep. a new tradition now and it's going to be super I like fun. that that is awesome. awesome yeah so that we will we'll have little Christmas trees made out of Christmas trees oh go papa that's salsa really cool. He's so great. Teresa, are we going to be releasing the Fondazi Yule Log with this episode? Yes. Uh, I believe that uh, I'm going to try to get it out for our folks who do celebrate solstice. So hopefully it'll be up tomorrow for December 21st, which is tomorrow as we're recording this. But yeah, Yeah. so the Yule Log should be out there available for folks. Yay. So for those of you wondering, we we took... Last season, we took a long video of the, the tentacle sticks burning on the stage, just sitting there burning. And Teresa is going to loop that into a Yule Log uh, video for everyone to be able to watch and have Fondazi Yule Log. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fantastic. Yes. Good times. Good times. Yay. Okay, so we, we covered what, we, what we've all done for as kids, kind of, or traditions. So what do you guys do for traditions now for New Year's Eve? Or Christmas Eve. Excuse me. Christmas Eve. Um, nothing anything bueller nothing okay uh it's still a christmas I, soup <laughs> yeah because that's the one tradition like we only eat it once a year so we have to have it 
Okay. So we, do you, is, is your mom usually make it or do you usually make it or both? Um, okay. So what we have done is when we got married, we decided that we were going to celebrate holidays at specific places. And then from that, we could vary things. So right. Christmas is always at our house unless we choose for it not to be at our house. That just oh. eliminated the stress of popping around to different places and having pressure every year from different people. Makes um, sense. So we just set that boundary. So most of it has been me cooking the Christmas Eve soup, unless we've made exceptions, which hasn't happened a whole lot. Okay. Really? What do yeah. you guys do? Um, It depends. So we have a couple of years ago started um we salsa's family is scattered all over the u.s um but he has a brother who lives in uh, sparta wisconsin um Ooh. which is super cool we love sparta uh but where you got married <laughs> it is yeah. and is, is that my my brother that lives out there yeah i was so, so i um, was i was salsa's best man and his brother and i decided we were really, we we're gonna be brothers nice yep so so That's which awesome. was awesome right and so yeah he's got a big old house there like way bigger than he actually like needs <laughs> um but it's this really cool it used to be i will say it's side tangent here it used to be a doctor's office so there's like two front doors um mm. and it's like a victorian mansion almost is what it looks like um nice. but it's got like two really fancy front doors and like a huge living room and then a second huge living room <laughs> and because it used to be like you know, so the the office part of the house versus the living part of the house, and but now it's just all a house, and which is great actually for Salsa's family because Salsa is five of six kids. Um, so what we started doing was every other year we convene at this house in Sparta, Wisconsin, and we all spend Christmas there. So his his parents and I think we've had five of the six children there. No, yeah, and then like grandkids and stuff. Um, so. We've been doing that and this year would have been another year uh in wisconsin but that obviously is not happening right. um so we'll see where that goes um but like we um i remember one year uh when asher was it was his first christmas um and we were staying there and he was not happy about like i don't know if it was just being a new place or just general babiness um but i remember driving around sparta wisconsin half the night because he just wouldn't oh, stop yeah. screaming so i got, they have a very pretty light show there i got to, and that you can drive through um kind of like a bentleyville but smaller in the park and i was like oh i'm just nice. gonna loop through this about a hundred times <laughs> trying to get my son <laughs> to stop screaming was and it the park we got married at it was not though oh. i have i keep so I have not, and I don't want to look for it like on the map because like, no, it's weird. But so like the haunted house um, area, like there's some really creepy things also in Sparta. And I keep thinking I'm driving past it because it's in like the middle of nowhere. But I'm like, no, that's not quite right. No, that's not quite right. But I keep thinking I drive past it, which just means that there's a lot of creepy houses in Sparta <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, and... So I haven't actually like gone and be like, oh yeah, that's the old uh, asylum <laughs> over there, or I don't know if they've torn it down. Maybe they have. Um, Last I, have I saw, it's still there because they still are doing the haunted house. Okay, uh, maybe we should offer to go perform there one of these days. <laughs> right, I would love to go back and perform this spooky, spooky little town. I just don't mm -hmm. want to go in it. Fun. Yes. Nope, I don't need to go in it again. I did it once. <laughs> um. But yeah, and that's uh, it's like 
So Christmas Eve, we don't open presents on Christmas Eve. Um, but I guess, yeah, since we have presents in the morning and we have gotten in the habit of like cinnamon rolls, um, mm. I guess growing up and maybe we'll do it again. Not this year because this year we're doing duck, but like a fish fry. Ooh. So having all the like fi- fried fish you can have <laughs> of different kinds is delicious. Um, and so, yeah, always, always come back to food. That's the whole, right? Yes. So we always come back to food. Yeah. We don't. Um, I will say that for us, so like we do spend a lot of time jumping around because my parents are also divorced. So like the Christmas season for us is like an extended like month usually mm-hmm. like today I just got off a of zoom with my girlfriends where we exchanged presents so I have that Christmas um and then Chris uh, solstice with my dad and then Christmas with my mom um and then my great uncle is a catholic priest and so the we always have Christmas with my mom's extended family on epiphany at his church <laughs> um so there's that one and then if we can get to salsa's folks <laughs> then that's another one and so that's just it's a lot of, um, so I'm kind of looking forward to this year, just kind of being home, like, and not having to go anywhere and just kind of like getting to be quaint and cozy all together because that'll be a new thing. I'm yeah. kind of looking forward to that. <laughs> As you should be. Yes. Yay. It's good times. So uh, last night we did one of our Christmas traditions, yes. which is we go out and we look at lights, similar to like what Katie was talking about when she was a kid. But nowadays you get to go look at the lights and they're all like synced up to music and awesomeness on the big houses and whatnot. Yeah, nice. we we had talked about this year trying to go to either like Valley Fair or the zoo because they have Christmas light displays right now. Minnesota, um, the, the state fairgrounds have Christmas light shows and things. But when we talked to our kids about it, they just wanted to go see the houses that were synced up to the, the music. And so we just looked it up online again because that's what we usually do is we look up which houses where and we found a couple and get hot chocolate and drive over there. And then while we're driving there, we try to find neighborhoods that look like they have a lot of decorations, too, so we can see the different decorations on the different houses. Yeah, I don't know how it is in your guys' neighborhoods, but there's a lot more lights on houses this year. Yeah, I've noticed. And the- my neighbors that never decorate like my my street like very few people like decorate there might be a few lights here or there this year everyone up and down my block is like yeah. christmas lights everywhere including yeah. me um i'm super so i don't have any outlets on the outside of my house and i've been wanting to put christmas lights up for years because i have a one-story house I'm like they're awesome i can just like it's be so easy <laughs> to decorate it's one story um but they finally have solar powered lights that are decent and like not a million dollars um, so I put Christmas lights out this year because they have solar nice. ones and it's awesome. We should so. look into that. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. Our kids were complaining as we pulled into that the driveway last night about how boring our house is. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, yes. <laughs> Ours too, so don't feel bad. I don't oh. feel bad at all because <laughs> when they when they talk about the house being boring, hey, somebody, somebody should put up lights. You know hmm. who that falls to? Yeah. <laughs> and I have, I'm a Grinch. I have no interest in fun. We already established this. Like, you go put up the lights if you want them that bad. You're a mean yep. one, Mr. <laughs> Grinch. <laughs> yes. Can we make yeah. that his new theme song? Yes. <laughs> Alan, if you're listening, get on it. Yep. Um, well, 
you know, talking about Christmas lights and stuff, um, it has now been a second year tradition, and I think it might have to be a third year tradition that we find um, a, a display, a light display at Target that's gone on, you know, like 80% off, and we give it to Brett for Christmas. Last year, he got a cactus. <laughs> <laughs> three foot tall cactus with Christmas cactus. The year before he got a llama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Brett I... likes ugly Christmas lights. Yeah, and he's always like, "What am I going to do with this?" I'm like, "You have a house, put it up." Right. Your yard. So he he sent me. He sent me this year. They put the Christmas cactus up inside the house, and I was like, "Yes, ah, awesome, perfect." Yes. Oh. I, I will admit, I really, like, I want to be that person that just has, like, ten Christmas, like, things in there. Yeah, like, I want to be that tacky, tacky person. Because oh. it just, like, it, it warms the cockles of my heart. And, like, I f- almost feel like, because, like, because salsa is also kind of grinchy, like, I almost need to go over the top, <laughs> like, pushing against it. Because it kind of brings me joy a little bit. Be like, no, like, I'm just going to out Christmas everyone. And he's, I can just, yeah. I'm we, to should, we, saw, we saw a dragon with a Santa hat on last <gasps> night. Yeah. A big inflatable dragon. I think it was a Halloween one. A Halloween yes. One, yeah. And then they, they put up, like, they did the the one that's like projects the lights. Yeah. And then they mm-hmm. did red proje- red and green projection, I think, on the dragon oh, and then the Santa oh. hat. And it was very I cute. I love it. Awesome. awesome. But again, I run into the, I have no outside lights, like electric no source. So no outlets. So I'm foiled. And I think that may be one of the reasons like salsa hasn't really looked into putting electricity outside because he knows, you know, it comes with work, <laughs> well, work and like, you know, the amount of things I might put out outside. He's I, like, I'm willing to run an extension cord for the hedge trimmers if you don't get to put up lights outside. I really want to put lights up outside. And I honestly believe that we haven't accumulated outdoor lights because of the amount of moving that we did up until recently and Mm -hmm. so now that we are by all the powers willing in our forever home um we can actually start thinking about how we want to decorate and chris got gutters up on the house this summer and we had the lights with the gutter clips but (laughs) i put the lights the icicle lights up in my dance studio and we kept looking around going, well, it's like 40 degrees out this weekend. And I'm like, yeah, I just have to go take the lights down in the dance studio. And he's like, yeah, I just have to get the ladder out. And then we go, like, take a nap instead. So <laughs> I think that good. we just had fatigue by the time that the season hit this fall. And we decided to choose rest over decorating. But next year, by gosh, I'm going to have pretty lights outside my house. Because I love lights. I do, too. Ridley, you and I. Team Sparkle, Katie too, of course. Always, like she's the leader of Team Sparkle. She is. (laughs) Do you guys have a theme for your tree? Do you have like all the same color bulbs or all the same color lights? Or do you, is it just like... Heirlooms and Um, fish and... I have like five ornaments that I put up and then like the rest of them I let the children do and so are they all at like mid-level yeah Yeah. so I mean progressively (laughs) it's gotten higher as the children get taller (laughs) right but yeah and I it's very funny watching them try to get salsa because he's got a few ornaments too because his parents give a ornament every year that's one of their traditions so he gets an ornament from his folks every year and so do the kids and um 
They're like, hey, Papa, put up this ornament. He's like, okay, how much you do it for me, honey? Go ahead, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> and we do, yeah, so... Uh, no, there's no themes. Um, though I did get a whole bunch of ornaments from Jess Knight this year. Awesome. Ooh, her dot with her dot art. Yes, Very I have cool. a whole rainbow of dot art on my tree now. Um, Is there but... a reindeer on your roof, Teresa? <laughs> I do have a reindeer on my roof, who I specifically asked to use facilities in a different part of the house, but apparently the reindeer forgot. Oh, so. Christmas tree decorating. I have to say that my dad taught me how to put Christmas lights on a tree and he is insane. And then he passed the insanity to me. So I have to put the lights on the tree because there's an art to it. And I have a minimum of three strands of lights on the tree at all times. I like that. The inner circle is the white lights that are Mm -hmm. really pretty. And then the next row are the twinkle lights and I have to be randomized twinkling that mm. boring like blink all at once is just meh they are random twinkle lights and then the uh-huh. next layer if i have a good set of the, the double colored lights those go on the next part and then any extra light strands go on after that but it creates this glow from the inside center of the tree out so that all mm-hmm. the decorations no matter where they're hung get lit and then that's um pretty cool. yeah so that's that's sure. my one real crazy thing yes i do the same thing like <gasps> yes except <laughs> I, don't, I don't have no you're not like i have uh i don't have twinkle lights i have blue goes on the inside and then um white goes in through the middle so it kind of illuminates everything as much nice and then a pink goes all oh, the way around it's like the one nice. pink thing i have in this world um that i love <laughs> i love <laughs> because, it yeah so I, Tree you are not alone in our sparkly lights, you know, needs of like very specific yes. ways to do it. So yay, Teresa. I'm so happy to hear it. Yay. <laughs> and any of our listeners that listened to the More Katie podcast last week will be shocked, completely, <laughs> completely shook that our tree is mostly Disney. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yes. I know. It's very, very strange. We, we have our um, few really like momentous not momentous yeah Momen- momentous momentous like momentous, our momentous. the one we got when we went down there for our honeymoon you know and has the year that we got married and little mickey ears and then that one that one Haley is very particular about where it goes so the thing is is that Haley, up until about last year had followed like had gone after shane and ash and redistributed ornaments throughout the tree yeah <laughs> she's done it every year since they were tiny but this year ashlyn caught on so now it's this like power struggle of where the ornaments go in the tree i kind of love it so because i don't i i don't know how or when it's happened but it's it's just how it is now where i uh pull out the ornaments and hand them to the kids and they put them on the tree nice yeah it's so fun when they get to be big enough to do that. Do you guys yes. rotate which kid puts the topper on the tree? No, no. it's always Haley. Yeah. Aww. I don't know. I mean, it's always Haley. And then uh, last year she helped Ashlyn put it on the tree. This oh. year she wanted to do it by herself. Um, but it was really funny for a couple of years there where she was like all very independent. And she couldn't have Adam help her, but she really wasn't big enough or tall enough to put it on top of the tree. Yeah. I should say that Haley tries to put the topper on the tree. <laughs> And then I come back later and make sure it's actually secured. I, I'm pretty sure that is the way that it always goes, no matter how old the kid is. How about you when, guys? 
What do you put on top of your tree, though? Like, what goes on top? We uh, have a light-up star. Yeah, it's a light-up star with all the, like, the 12 different uh, branches coming off the star. Ooh. You mean there's so Mickey ears on it? No, he not. wouldn't let me. I tried to get a star tree <laughs> Yeah, who, he wouldn't let if me. If anyone's ever been down to Disney Springs, they have a forever Disney uh, Christmas store down there. So you can always buy Christmas ornaments no matter what time of year you go to Disney. So we always bring back at least one ornament. A couple years we bring back bulbs. So we have a couple Disney bulbs in our tree, too. Yep. Oh, I love it. Um, on top of our tree, I made two tree toppers. Um, I styled the first one. I was trying to go for the um, the great auk from the Life and Adventures of Santa Claus look. So he's got antler <laughs> stuff coming off his head, and he's got this big rope, and he's carrying a staff that has a little crescent moon hanging off of it. And I did the face out of Sculpey and all that. So I made that. And then, so that's, you know, Father Sky, and then we have a Mother Earth one, too. So that's the other one. And so we alternate who puts it on. So Jameson puts on the Father Sky every other year and Morgan puts on the Mother Earth one every other year. That's really cool. Yes. That's so cool. Really? I I have a blue light up star, so it's blue it's kind of stained glass with um yeah, lights behind it. So And who puts the star on? Uh we alternate which kid. At least we try to. Um I'm sure we haven't always got it right. Um that's why I've started taking Facebook pictures um, of which kid <laughs> is putting on the star. Because then I'll be like, oh, yeah, the other one this year. Uh-huh. It's the only way I can remember, too. I have to, I'm like, whose turn is that? I'm like, wait, let me look at my pictures from last year. <laughs> mm-hmm. So last night when we were driving around, um, we do hit some of the larger houses in our area, our neighborhoods that are have really big houses. And it was hilarious to listen to the kids talk about the trees inside because you can see a lot of them have these massive trees and i i asked the kids if they were gonna when they get older are they gonna have a tree like that or are they gonna have a tree like that or are they gonna and Haley goes those are like department store trees <laughs> she goes i need a homey tree yeah. like, okay yeah. so Haley's gonna for sure have a homey tree ashlyn thinks that she's going to have what was it, an all purple tree She's probably going to have like 10 trees. So she's going to be that house where there's <laughs> five or six trees in the attic when you move out. She um, right. she has already asked if we could have a tree in our doorway, which I said no. Our doorway is not very big. Um, nope. And a tree nope. in her room, which I said no, because her room already has too much crap in it. Yep. Um, where else did she want a tree? She wanted a tree in the kitchen. I was like, no, we don't yep. have a big enough house to have <laughs> different trees in different areas like we that. We barely got the one up this year. Right. <laughs> And it took like three hours and an argument about it. Oh, yeah. Because Ashlyn wanted it in a certain place. <laughs> well, she can grow up and design department store trees and decorations. Yes. Oh, oh and speaking will. of that, okay, this is the tradition that is no longer available to us that absolutely wrecks me. Is ever since I was a kid, we went to the eighth floor Dayton's downtown mm-hmm. Minneapolis display. Mm-hmm. My yeah. grandma would take me to that. Like, I want to cry right now because, like, we would go up to the display, come yep. drive down from St. Cloud, stay overnight at a fancy hotel in the cities, which was a big deal for us country kids. And <laughs> we'd go to the eighth floor display and walk through it. And then we'd go down to the basement and get $5 worth of chocolate each. And it was just like the most magical tradition. And then once they turned J.B. Hudson's space into a little place where they sold Christmas decorations, then we started buying a decoration there every year. So we have one, mm-hmm. you know, we've got the ones from when we got married, but they all came from the Dayton's and Macy's, whatever 
but it's gone. And yeah. like, if they had a coffee table book, anyone that works at Macy's or wherever that has these archives, I would buy the heck out of a coffee table book that showed I would too. all of that. And Minneapolis, like all of Minnesota would buy that. My, my grandma used to take us down there. And I think one of the last years was when Shane was two, three. Yeah, I remember you taking me down there. And I took, I was like, we have to do this, please. Yeah. I, before that, I had been doing it with my sisters. And I remember that year they, they went without me because I had to work or they, our schedules weren't lining up. So I made Adam go with me and the kids. And then we got um, like a giant candy. It was like just a, one of those big sticks, but it's like, like this thick and it's like this long. You know, it's like a huge candy cane. And we didn't think Shane would like it because he's like two and he's very particular about what he eats. He ate the, like the entire thing. Wow. <laughs> Turned out he really liked peppermint. Yes. Oh, awesome. <laughs> there you go. And that's all I remember I, from that year is buying that thing for the kid and, and having him eat it and be like, what the? What did you have to scrape like? him off the ceiling? Um, I think it was one of those like 15, 20 minute like, ah, and then he just crashed out <laughs> yep. for the day. So crashed nice. out with all, you know, the peppermint around his mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sticky. Yeah, great, great time. That's awesome. Uh, one of our traditions that we haven't hit on yet is after we get done looking at the lights, uh, this elf nutmeg leaves presents. Typically, so, oh. it's uh, pajamas and uh, movie stuff, movie popcorn. Mm, and snacks and stuff. Snacks. Uh, nutmeg is a little elf that visits our house throughout December. No, then it's not the same as elf on the shelf. We don't do, do elf on the shelf. This is nutmeg is a house elf. So nutmeg used to come to my house when I was a kid, and then it nutmeg has carried on to be the house elf at my house and my sister's house as well. Yeah. So he travels over to all of our houses to leave small gifts for us. Yeah. And we used to, St. Nicholas came to my house when I was a kid because we remember to put our shoes out, um, which I will say as an adult, I have forgotten to put my shoes out most of the time. So St. Nicholas, of course, doesn't come when I don't put my shoes out um, and the kids. So they got to experience St. Nicholas for the first time this year coming oh, to fun. our house um, yeah. because we remembered to put our shoes out on the correct day and time and place. And so then this year for our letters to Santa, um, Asher put his letter in the mailbox um, like normal. And then little Lilibeth put her letter in her shoe. So St. Nicholas could bring it to Santa. That is Um, super cool. Yeah, which I thought was adorable. And uh, they were very, so that is probably, again, if mama and papa can remember what day it is um, during the month of December um, to actually put our shoes out when we're supposed to, um, then we will, because St. Nicholas um, is your tradition um, coming out of, uh, Scandinavian countries in Germany. Um, so my, you know, great, great grandparents, um, brought it over. And so my mother remembers St. Nicholas coming when she was a little girl, my mother, you know, and we, they even like put the straw and stuff in their shoes, uh, when they were little, um, uh, because that was, uh, part of it. And then, so, and this was, I don't know how we got away with this in my German class, but we like made paper shoes in my German class in high school for St. Nicholas to come by. And he did oh, cool. <laughs> through school, uh, which was super fun. We get St. Nicholas stops by our house too. And this year we got these Andes mint trees that were so good. Ooh. And now I'm like, just thinking about them. I want more, but the Andes mints, uh, that 
that is what my children get in their stockings from Santa Claus every year. And they have started calling them toe mints. They didn't actually know they were called <laughs> Andy's mints until a couple years ago when I was like, what are these toe mints you guys talk about? They're like the toe mints, the ones that get stuck in the toe of your stocking. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it was so cute. So that's what toe mints are. Our house. <laughs> so Christmas best. morning, do you guys have a tradition for breakfast or do you not eat breakfast do you like do you guys get up right away and do presents like well, how do you guys do it um the children can retrieve their stockings at any point in time and bring them back to their rooms and dig through them and start eating snacks and at seven o'clock the parents will wake up and make coffee and then we can go out and start opening gifts so we have our we do the gift opening right away and then we'll have like a brunch sort of thing okay mm-hmm yeah, ours is similar because Santa doesn't wrap the gifts that come to our house. Um, but and uh, the gifts that Salsa and I give to the kids um, are wrapped, and so there'd be no hiding that. <laughs> like we can't like Santa gifts are just out in there, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, and we so we do um, the kids just know they can't go to the living room or open things up until mama and papa are awake and mama and papa will not wake up until a certain amount of time you know a reasonable hour <laughs> like 7 a.m is fine yes. <laughs> and, um and then usually like cinnamon rolls from a can mm -hmm. <laughs> or you know frozen baked cinnamon rolls um for breakfast because that's about what i can drag the children away long enough to actually like eat yeah yep so, yeah, Christmas morning is very chill and laid back for us, um, usually because it is so early. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm usually wrapping our presents, like, the night before, very late. <laughs> we typically do as we well. We do that, too. Yep. <laughs> we, uh, up until this year, Haley has been with her, um, her dad on Christmas Eve. It's his night with her. So he doesn't bring her back until... I think we've always agreed upon between eight and nine is when she'd come mm -hmm. home. Um, because obviously he didn't want to do it earlier. She's gotten older. She doesn't necessarily want to do it earlier. But, you know, we also have the little kids, so we don't want it to be too late. Um, and so they have to wait. <laughs> they have mm -hmm. to wait downstairs for Haley to come home um, or between eight and nine. And then... Then the funny thing is, Adam just kind of drags it out every year. You're like, well, I have to go to the bathroom. And they're like, Dad! And you're like, well, I have to brush my teeth. Hold on. And they're like, Dad! It's, it's great fun to hear the complaining and the oh. dragging it out and Adam giggling at them and them being so frustrated. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, just wait until I actually do move slowly. I mean one. Mr. I'm just going to keep singing that at you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no problem. It feels really weird because I never feel like we have a lot of like holiday traditions traditions in my house or my household because I've always like we always like kind of go with the flow and I'm really hoping that this year is the year that we can actually like think about them and like like notice them I guess. One of the weird so. things with my kids getting older is I discovered that things were traditions to them that I had no idea were traditions. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
Well, that was an excellent little recap of our holiday traditions that we grew up with, but also the ones that have become holiday traditions uh, through our adulthood and with our children. I really hope that uh, this can reach some of our listeners and help them out with their holiday traditions as well, or maybe even inspire some new holiday traditions. And I hope that everyone has a good holiday season. So we'll see you in the new year. If you want to become a Patreon subscriber, pop on over to Patreon and look for Fondazi Fire. If you have any questions or show ideas for us in the future, anything you want to know, then email us at fondazi at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to Fondazi Fire Presents What Do You Want on your favorite podcast platform.